Hello, listeners. Hello. Hello. We are back. <laughs> and we are hopefully going to start with lots of energy this time. None of this slow starting with off mic stuff. Just eat the mic. Right up in there. <laughs> Get up in there like a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, we should say who we are. We are Faking a Podcast. My name is James. I am Antonio, a.k.a. The Flavor. <laughs> my name is Jason. I'm going pi- to keep pushing that I was looking at you at the corner of my eye when you said that, and I just immediately started laughing. <laughs> Every- <laughs> I, no one's been calling me The Flavor yet, so I want to keep pushing that agenda. Until how, I how get- are you spelling that flavor? L-F-L-A-V-A. Right. Okay. Like Flavor Flav. Oh, okay. So how do we describe to the listeners, if they knew, what we are about? Um, <laughs> do we even know yet? Have we decided? We're, we're, I don't think we know, so I don't think anybody else is going to be able to. Uh, I think we're going to get a vague idea. Uh, three uh, blokes sitting in a room talking until they figure out what the hell they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. I have something about podcasting. Yeah, I, I mean to, to give it a positive spin, we could say we are three unrecognized geniuses who came together <laughs> to create the best podcast on the planet. That's one way of looking at it. That's, yeah, low key. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Subtle, you know. Yes. Well, <laughs> during the pilot and the episode one, we discussed a few little goals that we we're trying to set ourselves for this podcast, and we managed to achieve a few of them, which is quite interesting. Uh, we have now got the podcast launched on iTunes. Uh, on Spotify, on Pocket Casts, on TuneIn. Tune in, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, uh, so wait, we've got iTunes, Pocket Cast. Google. Uh, Google, for some reason, is a di- well, it's a difficult one. It's on there, but it's not searchable yet. But that working on that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. No, my friend looked up, uh, what's that other one? That my, uh, one of my... Uh, Spotify? No, not Spotify. It was this weird one I'd never heard of before. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's um, a few small ones I submitted it to. I think it was like cast cast box. Yeah. Yeah. So we're on there. Uh, well, I the, haven't even heard of most of these. There's actually there's dozens and dozens of them if you search them. Small I only knew bit. about the the standard Apple podcasting yeah. app that comes yeah. with a phone, and then I just started finding out about all the. Oh, we're on Stitcher also. Yeah, yeah. I got Stitcher a while back. Yeah, that was about anyone who's on Stitcher, go ahead and subscribe now. If you're listening on Stitcher, that means you know to find us there. So, uh, of course, the main place to listen to podcasts is iTunes, and we're going to use that for our reviews and our ratings. So I'm just checking in on there now, and we have got six ratings, all five stars. We are a five-star podcast. Number one in the world, baby. And we have one review, which I'm going to read it out to you now. This comes from Home Slice Supreme Level 3000. I'm sorry, say that again. Sounds like uh, a solid guy. Home, home Slice? Home Slice Supreme Level 3000. Well, at least it's definitely not my review that I wrote. So there you go. <laughs> it, says, it says, title is Great Show, Real Funny Show. I personally think it's the best podcast out there. The guy who does the accent sounds like a well put together man who has a lot going for him. Oh well, that's nice. That's yeah, really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Guy to say. What was it? Home slice. You oh, said the name was. Like you know what? Home slice. From me to you. From me to you, you my guy. You. You're a solid dude. All right. Thank you so much for that. I do have a lot of things going for me. So. I mean, can we? Ha- is that right? Can we have that? Do we allow that? That's a- Listen, a compliment's a compliment, baby. I don't care who it's from. Okay. And I clearly didn't write that. No abuse, unfortunately. <laughs> we wanted some abuse, yeah. some five-star abuse uh, reviews that didn't come in. Oh, um, we'll get them. We'll my get friend them. George, who I've known for quite a while, sent in the podcast. I said, please write a review. And he said he didn't want to write a review because he was scared of being abused by Antonio. Wow. So what do you think about that, Antonio? What do I th- okay, well, first of all, George, okay. For, uh, you scared? You scared, George, huh? You want me to come after you? You just made the biggest mistake, George, because now I'm going to come after you even more. You're scared to write a review because you know that there's nothing bad you could ever possibly say about this. <laughs> so stop being a little baby, George, okay? Eating your colored macaroni because everyone knows babies eat colored macaroni, like, you know, pink, blue or whatever. You're sitting there eating your baby macaroni, not writing a review, George. <laughs> Grow some castanias. Give me, a fe- give me some feedback, all right? So, I mean, a lot of people did listen and they enjoyed it. They thought we've got a nice rapport, which is nice to hear. Mm. Um, yeah, but they're a bit lazy when it comes to writing reviews. That's the only thing I can say to my friends there. 
please. Yeah, I I have up. some I have some concerning things. Well, it's not concerning. So a cousin of mine who lives abroad said he wrote a review and he sent me a screenshot of the review. However, I, we can't see it here, so I'm oh. not sure if Apple are showing us like regional feedback think, or yeah, whatever. It probably is, is yeah. So yeah. iTunes, you know, sort your shit out. That's stupid. I yeah, want to know, I've I gone know what the, the world US, thinks about this. I've gone to the US iTunes and written reviews for podcasts from over there, and it doesn't show up on the English version. So. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, I think that's what it is. Well, I, Apple needs to fix that, because I want to know what mm. the world thinks of us. All right, I just want to quickly run down some of the other goals that I've written down for us to achieve. Maybe we can see, maybe if listeners can help us, or we've got any ideas about how to achieve them. So we've got uh, uh, be Twitter tagged by someone famous. That's not happened yet. I mean, I can do that, but it will be for the wrong reasons. No, no faking. That okay. One. Uh, <laughs> get mentioned on another podcast. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, um, hmm. Get to 10 episodes. Do you I think we're we going to get there. That. This is episode well, two. so far. I mean, um, I think we can do it. Do show in front of an audience. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're having enough trouble doing a show in front of each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, from a haunted house. I think this is your ideas. I think this is like I, a, I, I wanted to do podcasts from everywhere, basically. I'd love to do one from the middle of a football match. Uh, th- yeah. That would that be would very be, difficult to hear. Yeah, but that could just be really like interesting to try. I'd and love to do one in like an, an abandoned asylum. Yeah. And just yeah. like midway through, there's some screaming. Like and a, go on a ghost hunt and do a podcast. That we need to. Okay, so any tech guys out there who want to be potentially famous, figure out how we can have a mobile podcasting rig. I want oh, mics Jesus. attached to us, cameras backpacks with the recorders so we can go on a ghost hunt so shoot us an email and uh yeah let us know if you can help us out one thing which is on the list uh, mentioned a lot is guests uh i think yeah. podcasts re- uh, revolve around guests on each other's shows and being interviewed and whatever um so i've got on a list here get our first c list guest and then work our way up the alphabet. In fact, no, we should start at Z. We should start right at the bottom. We get somebody who's just a friend of a friend or, so, you know, I don't know, somebody you've met in the street, just a, a person, a person that we so can interview. Want, do you want to, like, interview someone different every week? Is that the idea? Or? Maybe that becomes part of the format. Who knows? Yeah. But just having a guest and working up to better and better guests yeah. would, be, would be a good goal. Well, we kind of work in an industry where there are semi-famous people at our level. So yeah, surely we can con someone into coming in and like getting them to talk about something. You know, uh, I mean, technically, I don't want to brag. I'm kind of Z-list already, so you know, <laughs> we, we kind of, you know, we hit that mark. Why don't we just go straight for A? Okay. <laughs> but and we did mention. Well, I've always had it as an idea that ultimately we get on a mega guest, like somebody mm. who undeniably yeah. is famous, and we'd be proud to have them to talk to them and and have them on our show, mm. and. We need to kind of decide who that's going to be. So I asked mm. you two guys to bring a couple of suggestions. And mm. I thought we'd go around the room, give a suggestion each, and go around the room a second time, get the second suggestion, and we talk about it and see if anything, any of them will actually make any sense. Okay. So yeah. who wants to go first? Well, last night, I should say, I'm right now at the moment, I am extremely hungover as well. So if, if I do sound weird, I'm feeling weird, trust me. <laughs> but um, I got very drunk last night, and I remember this question was in my head. And the first thing that came to my head was, I want to have God on here. Oh, I, okay. I literally, right. I want, I want to challenge God to come down here oh, right now. Open invitation and c- come and talk to us. I mean, you know, you, everything in the world, all the problems in the world could be solved. We just just came and sat in this room with us and had a chat. I mean, there is a what's that? He used to talk through bushes. And there shit, is a so, podcaster called Mister God or something. Is there? Yeah. Oh, could we talk to them then? I think I think there was a cat. Uh, oh, was that like someone we, pretending to be God? And then... uh, well, I'm not saying it's pretending to be God. It's just, you know. Mm, yeah. I guess that. I guess we'll have to just you know put an open challenge to God. Yeah. Um, you so know, there you go, can... God. If you're listening, and apparently you are yeah. always listening all the time, you're everywhere. Which when I'm on the toilet is something that does occur to me. I have to say. Well, my first suggestion is uh, he's kind of a god in the podcasting ooh, world. Oh, good. And that is Mr. Ricky Gervais. Oh, right. Okay. He's the podfather. He started the whole thing off. Yeah, Him and yeah. Carl and Steve, you know, in that little room recording those podcasts. Ooh, yeah, but I'll tell you what, they have a kind of a unit. Which one would you, would you want? Ricky, Carl oh, or uh, Steve? Just Ricky. I just want Ricky. I think we should get all of them. I'd like to talk to Carl, obviously, but, you know, it's... You yeah, I mean, they're all genius in there. Yeah, in and Steve's a great guy as well, isn't he? Um, so. 
So yeah, Ricky Gervais. I think he is the podcast. He's the podfather. Mm. He started it all off, and he's a really interesting guy. He's yeah. very similar to me. I yeah. like to, learn, to I like to hear him talk, and he's very funny. And I think he'd be a great guest. And I think he might actually come on the show. Yeah, I listened to him on a podcast just recently, actually, because you know he's a big atheist, and mm-hmm. he's on Sam Harris or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, that he does those one. things all the time. Yeah. yeah, so I think he'd do it if right. anyone knows him. So after. Did we do yours yet? No, 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 no yet. So, one of my guest suggestions uh, would be, and this is obviously people going to be like, oh, okay, that's an obvious one, but I'd really like to get into the mind of this guy lately, it would be Elon Musk. Oh, and oh, I say yeah. that because, one, obviously, I think he's a very interesting guy. He's doing some really cool stuff, and I'd like to talk a little bit about his space stuff. Mm. Uh, but also, I want to know why he keeps tweeting the way he does, and mm. like why he keeps doing these other things. It's like, you do one great thing, then you call someone a pedophile. What's up with that? Let's yeah. figure that out. Because they're two very big opposites. Funny you should say that. Last night in the pub, I got very drunk last night, as I said, and I had a lot of really good discussions. Did you meet a pedophile? And we were talking about Twitter psychosis. Ah. We think that, you know, it does something to your psyche. That you'll put out a normal one, and then you just go completely fucking mad yeah. and do something completely weird because you think there's no consequences. And then everyone starts suing you. So you're like, oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm just going to be normal. I, I, I mainly want to ask because... Uh, but look at know, Trump. Look at Trump well, on Twitter. I mean, Yeah, but I mean, I don't think you should take him as an example because he never... Even outside of Twitter, the man's not I think he's insane, the ultimate man. Twitter user. I think he's fantastic. He, yeah, he's probably that, gaming he's just, the whole system. Do you think this better? has yeah. been like the ultimate scam for a big reality show he's doing? And then he's going to reveal <laughs> it at the end, like 15 years in the making. I I think it's this long reality yeah, I, sort of I series. I think when he's, it's all leading up to that day when he gets impeached so he can look in the mirror and go, you're fired. And shoots uh, himself uh, in the it. head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no, that's, that, that's uh, my e- first Elon suggestion. Elon Musk is a very strong suggestion. That's a good for one. Sure. Um, Jason, I have to go. Well, on. I was thinking, I mean, big ones. We talked about this on the phone briefly. Yeah. And Obama, I would love to speak to Obama. I really would. That would be. He does it. He does it. Amazing, he goes that. on podcasts and he's doing low key stuff. And he I, goes on podcasts. Yeah, I was listening to one he did recently. But on yeah. silly podcasts like this. Well, yeah, okay. But <laughs> I mean, we'll have to wear suits when we speak to him. But I'd, a serious chat, I think he would, and especially with us being British. But once he listens to the back catalogue, he's, he's Well, I don't think we should let him listen to anything, but, you know, I mean... We send his agent uh, a fake well, we fake episode, yeah, so we we'll fake our own episode we'll that do sounds a, really good. We'll do a fake discussion, a very serious discussion yeah. of US politics and mm-hmm. send that and say this is what... And then we'll cut it into fart gags and things like that, you know, and... <laughs> But, okay, that one might be a stretch. We but. we should. If, can you imagine? You said we, aim high when we were talking about this. You're like aim high. That's so pretty high. Like, yeah, that's good. It's good. God and Obama. <laughs> pretty <laughs> high guess. But she's like aiming pretty high. I yeah. think what we should do is because obviously Obama's such a, a guess that if we get him on, people are gonna be oh my god, it's Obama. Yeah. It's gonna have such a. And you want to inter- have people queuing yeah, inside the building like, and stuff. You know, it's gonna so. have such an interesting discussion. But then we just see how many hot dogs we can get him to fit in his mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just see. It's like when is the? Oh, uh, he's not president anymore. He doesn't care. Yeah. Just give him a hot dog. Say, put it in your mouth, Obama. I'm pretty sure he's fun like that. Do you remember when everyone was blaming him for everything? Like, oh, oh. thanks. So, and he, he released a video of him trying to dunk a cookie into yeah. a glass of milk. But the cookie was too big and it couldn't fit. And then he sort of looks sadly into the camera and goes, thanks, Obama. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, he's a fun guy. He gets the joke. He's fun. So, I think they're still blaming him for everything over there at the moment anyway. Yeah. So it's... Okay, that's a good suggestion. We'll definitely put that one in the bag. Um, my second suggestion was an interesting character, uh, interesting filmmaker. Oh, we haven't seen much recently, and that is David Lynch. Ah, uh, yeah. This, I think, this guy has got—he's got a crazy brain. I mean, it's like an amazingly fractal brain that he's got, and he's an amazing artist, and he's got lots of interesting ideas. I think he would be a, I don't know, he'd be like an exciting, edgy guest, mm. but a famous yeah. enough and maybe he would do it. I don't know if he does podcasts. I read, I read an interview he did with The Guardian a while back and I, I he was talking about various things. I don't think he does podcasts though. I don't think he's... Well, he we're, we're going to have, you, have you heard of this thing called Masterclass? You get an app on your phone oh, yeah. Yeah. and loads of people are doing it. He's done one of those okay. on storytelling. Oh, storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so, I might have to look into that. That's really good actually, yeah. Mm. There's loads of really good ones on Aaron Sorkin and all sorts of really wow. interesting people. Yeah. You know, is, there a, is there a masterclass on podcast? Oh, are we oh, going to do it? it? Yeah, you're, you're listening to it. This, this is, listeners, this well, is this the is. masterclass uh, on podcasting. <laughs> Here's your first lesson: pilot dog shit. By, by episode <laughs> one, you've spent so much money that you sound pro. Uh, episode two, you only have one technical hiccup. That's how it goes. Speaking of the the technical improvements that we've made, I well, I thought, and I got a lot of. Um, 
I got a lot of comments about the improvement we made from the pilot to episode one. Did you? Yeah, a lot of the people who listened to it, obviously they went back to the pilot and they thought yeah. that, right, that, cool. that sounds That's nice. That yeah. sounds rubbish. And then episode one, a big step up. Um, I was proud of that. I think we did a yeah. good job. And I yeah. think this episode is also improving even more. And to that end, I thought maybe because we have this raising of the audio quality, we could have like a, an ident to sort of represent Ooh. that audio experience that you're about to have. Like, you know, a bit like the Dolby Digital, SDDS type thing, THX kind of logo. STD, did you say? STD. SDDS. Listen, I don't know who you've been talking to, but I'm clean. I got checked. All right. I got checked. So I knocked together something. Oh, God. Oh, you know, just a suggestion. Maybe we could run this at the top of the show. Maybe if it's, you know, people like it or the podcast could start running in front of their show, maybe. Just a sort of a sort of a mark of excellence. Longer than most podcasts. <laughs> I have, I have several. I kept questions. waiting for it to stop, but it just kept going. I was like, Jesus! <laughs> I have multiple questions about what I just okay. heard. <laughs> um, first of all, I, that sounds great. I, I visually was trying to picture what was happening with mm. all those sounds, oh, like helicopters and dinosaurs. Um, and things, you know. We may get taken to court on three counts. There, right. yeah, it's a lot of copyright. <laughs> so there, lot of things- What's that? <laughs> was there 20th century fox maybe oh uh, there was a lion in there and is the, the, <laughs> the, who's the, the lion is gonna sue I the lions yeah lions will now sue <laughs> we're banned from like kenya and all these like resorts. um who's the lady at the end that says oh, fap uh that's uh, uh miss moonified from fiverr Mi- miss what miss moonified from fiverr she, miss moonified she provided that little voice for me Wow. Well, thank you very much, Miss Moonified. Uh, that's. It sounded. It was an interesting mix with all of the like explosions and everything. I'm trying to like put it all together. Maybe we should. I just. What context would you use that well, in? Like, that's all know, I'm you, go, you go down to watch a film in the cinema. You get the THX uh, intro to, to to show off the sound system. I thought the same thing with our podcast. Yeah, but it's point? like five seconds that you know, and you just don't <laughs> no. mind it. But at no. what point? This is longer than our intro song. Yeah. At what point do we play this? <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll have to cut down the length well, of the episode just to fit that in. Just, yeah. Okay. Well, hey, maybe it wasn't such a great idea. Play it faster. Yeah, like, like three times speed. I think it was great. I think it was really cool. There was a couple of sounds in there that I really appreciate. I really liked. Um, uh-huh. Miss Moonified again, great voice. Sounds yeah. really that was soothing. Good at the end, yeah. I mean, I I think we should have. She, that's if, what you should do. Get her to read stuff out. In that if really you nice got song. nothing out of it, we got her voice. So we, yeah, we've got her saying cool. uh, FAP. I think saying. we should say have her saying let's fap or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> multiple versions of it. You know, Miss Moonified, get in touch. Let's get you on okay. the podcast. Let's have her as a guest. What's it like being a Fiverr employee? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll get back onto Fiverr and uh, and give us some more things to read out. How many? What, what other thing? We should we should use Fiverr as much as we can to do as little work as we have to ourselves. What? Just get them to do the get, podcast, exactly. And then we do an intro, or <laughs> just get them to edit it, record it. We just put our <laughs> names on it and just put it out. There. That deli- that's the secret of leadership is delegation. Exactly. Wow. What else? Come on, James. You've got your list there. Uh, so uh, we have got a running order to do this week. Um, Next up on the list to do was your little section. No, first of all, we're going to do Antonio picking oh, things yeah, out yeah. of a hat. Antonio's so. going to do, or we're going to do your accent corner. The accent which corner. We need, we've got a bunch of uh, accents we've thrown into a hat, into a very nice bowler hat. And Antonio, if you want to reach over there. All right. And as I said, before I do it, one. before I do it. Uh, if I can't, if I feel like I, I mean, I can do a lot of voices, a oh, lot of accents. No, 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 no. We're gonna set rules here straight away. If yeah. I can't do it, I, st- I go to a default one. I, I go to Mexican. What we should have had, <laughs> and people loved it from the first episode. <laughs> I loved it. I must admit, I listening so, back to it. If I can't do one, I just default to that. Okay. I well, think- so hold on. 
most podcasts are probably going to be Mexican. Then. So that- what? No, I can do a lot what? of voice. Well, see, the thing is, that's why I do cartoon voices. I do like comical voices, characters, like accents. I can do depending on which region in the world well, they're from. That's what you should do. So, Let's do cartoony voices. Yeah. then. why not do? I mean, you could this just- isn't a proper version yeah. of it. But a so, like, for, for, so for this one, I'm assuming you've just put like accents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right, so maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. next time we could do something like you know, uh, detective from Brooklyn in 1950s, yeah, or okay. something yeah. very specific. oddly specific, okay. and then That's I do good. that. I like that. Idea. Um, yeah. So yeah, okay. Well, let's see what accent I have today. This is good and audio. Think, uh, this is great audio. Yep. All right, and it is. Oh, you don't tell us. You're just going to do it. Oh, we I, have to guess what it is. I, I, oh, my. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realise. Oh, I this. thought I had this. to say which one it is. No, you have to. Well, I wrote I, those out. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so. for the I next really section. don't want to do this voice, man. For the next however long you can do it. <laughs> so No, but the surprise will be if you suddenly go into Mexican, then we're going to be like, oh, okay, it was one no, of those. No, you've got to do it. Come I, on. I, I can do something that people will often take offence to, I guess. I think that's kind of the <clears> point. <throat> yeah. There's certain regions in the world that you don't want to imitate anymore. So okay. <laughs> I think I know which one. <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. So let, you're, you're just going to drop into there. that accent some point before the end of the episode. Yeah? I, I I think so. Or you yeah. want to just do it straight away? No, I'll I'll drop into it. I want to take some time to think how I'm going to approach this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's move on. So all, uh, last episode, Jason, you said you wanted to talk about the Mandela effect. So. Yes, I, w- I certainly was going to talk about that, but unfortunately, I had the Mandela effect happen to me. I think because I had my note, but I've done loads of notes about this. I've done lots of research. It's an interesting topic. I don't believe a word of it, but I like this stuff. <laughs> And then I put my notebook in a box in a storage place and I went back to get my notebook and it's gone. So obviously I have moved into so a parallel all universe. Sort of a Mandela effect have disappeared. Well, they've so they're temporarily been misplaced by the universe somewhere. Ah, okay. So, I so will the Mandela, find it, so. Mandela had a notebook that went missing? No, I mean, a brief idea of the Mandela effect is essentially it's, I think it's more to do with false memory, you know. But mm-hmm. it's interesting because people are convinced that they're actually moving between different dimensions and in each one there's a slight difference and yeah well, what does this have to do topic? with mandela well people remember him dying in the 80s they're absolutely convinced they remember all the news reports newspaper headlines things like that newscasts and then they found out later on he's still alive and but i think he did die in the 80s no he didn't no he did he but did. he's dead now he's, he's dead, dead now so we can't really verify yeah, when i mean they got him in the end but carbon you know, testing like... we have to carbon test his body <laughs> I don't think you can do it for that short period of time. <laughs> yes, you can. He died carbon, a carbon years ago. Carbon yeah. doesn't have a time limit, James. Which is going to wait a thousand years and then carbon date him. Okay. So, All right. So, so future listeners of the podcast in a thousand yeah, years' time will confirm our descendants. Carbon, will be doing can you this carbon podcast. date Nelson Mandela's body? Yeah. Our descendants will be doing this podcast a thousand years from now. My, ch- my, my children will be doing this podcast. I'll you think force so? it. I'll force it on them. It's like a family business. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, I'm, my aim is to not have to work, Jason. I don't want to have to actually do work, so I'm going to just have my child labour. You know, get my kids doing this. I think people who always say that I don't want to do work and they come up with schemes to avoid work end up doing more work than if they just done a job in the first Probably, place. Probably, yeah. But I just did we do your second idea for the? Mega no, Star? actually, no. I don't think we did. We went round to second Can idea. We drop that in, or we just have to? Should we just jump back to it? Well, what was your second one? I can't remember what you won there. David Lynch. Oh, yeah, and you didn't do one. I didn't you, do one. You've done no. Elon Musk. I did Elon Musk. But we can I, do it now if you want. You should just go, hang on, guys, you didn't do my second thing. <laughs> Wait a minute, guys, I just realised. We didn't do my second guest suggestion. This is naturally how I talk. Um, <laughs> Sorry no. about that, Antonio. Let's do it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so rude. You interrupted me with that weird sound <laughs> rape that I heard. <laughs> my, my, my second guest suge- uh, uh, second guest suggestion would be Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I think there's a lot going yeah, on yeah. that little head. Mm-hmm. And I met so him. So weird. I was listening to a podcast with him yesterday. He was on Mark Maron's See? thing. Oh, okay. Mark Maron. Yeah. Oh, should, I met Mark Maron, but I never thought about asking him to do this. But, but Danny, you DeVito, met him before we were doing it. No, so I already had difficult. this in my mind, James. So I've been thinking about this for a while. I met Danny DeVito on a job that I was on. I almost accidentally knocked his head off because I turned around <laughs> and my hand, and my hand just glanced like Ooh. over his head because mm, I didn't realize yeah. how small he actually is. Uh, so I want to have him on the podcast. I think he'd be a fun guest. He's been through a lot. He's done a lot in his life. I also want to ask him about that film that he was on where he did one day of shooting and then had a private jet taken back to LA. Okay. So I want to ask him about cool. that. 
And now I drop in. Huh? Here we go. Surprise not- guest. Y'all didn't expect this. Surprise guest. Filipino President Rodrigo Duterte. Oh wow! Okay, that's that's really out there. there. Yeah, I just want I just want to see what that guy's up to. You know, see what he's doing. That'd be an interesting. He used one, to ride it? a motorcycle and shoot drug dealers with a revolver. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's a pretty interesting. Guess. Do we have to wait till he gets out of office? I mean, I think I think whenever I think he'll just do it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he. I think when he gets out of office, he's probably going to be dead. So yeah. doing it while he's in yeah, office I think is that's probably his best. best sort of shot. And yeah. uh, you know, I mean, he threatened. How are we going to face bodyguards into the podcast studio? Oh, well, I assume we'll have to go to them. Oh. So we have to... We could just right, that might be a your solo mission that you do. That's my yeah, yep, solo... broadcast type thing. Maybe my, lo- my last one, so... Yeah. We'll try and aim it to a point where we're kind of doing all right with the podcast. So you almost knocked Danny DeVito over one time with your, I was at, your I was I was in a film studio working, and I was talking with a friend, and I didn't see that the golf cart driving oh. Danny DeVito pulled up behind us yeah. and he gets out and I'm talking I turn around and I wave my arms as I'm t- as I turning around and it, I just it just went right over his Whoa. head and like I'm a big guy I will have I probably would have killed that him because he's, he's yeah. of age now so I mean this was last year so he he Oh right, was, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. he's of age, so I could have killed Danny DeVito. Well, talking of near misses with filmmakers, I actually almost knocked Ridley Scott over once when I was <laughs> rushing out the doors of the National Film Theatre, bashed the door open, and then smacked this guy right in the face. And that was Ridley Scott, apparently, yeah, because I ran off down the road and they said, "Do you know you just clobbered?" And it was Ridley Scott. That was ages ago. That's when I was at film school. Who was the know. guy? I, I can join this this uh, little round table of accidents with film stars. Who is the guy who directed uh, Four Weddings? Um, Mike Newell. Oh, not Four Weddings, no, the other one. Uh, Richard Curtis? Richard Curtis. Yeah. Um, yeah, I worked in the office. He was working in the office down below, and he was coming into... We were both going towards the same door. Um, he was bending down, I think, on the other side of the door to tie his shoelace or something, and I opened the door right into his face, like properly smacked his head to the stage where he fell over and had to hold it. And, yeah, so I almost uh, well, you know what, killed though, the I British mean, film industry there. Uh, I, I, you know, I get it if you're a good filmmaker, but, like, have some more sense to not crouch in front of a door that opens towards you. I have a Richard Curtis story as well, okay. actually. Um, oh, Jesus. My girlfriend at the time was working at Working Title, and I visited there. And I'd, I had been reading... Have you ever seen from a film called Wimbledon? Yeah. It was, rigid, it was originally written, or one of the writers was Richard, Richard Curtis, and it was, I mean, shit, you know, but we had a draft of it, and it was really, really bad. And I was slagging it off to her in the corner, and the door opened, <laughs> and he was standing right there. <laughs> and he must have literally heard me talk. I want a load of garbage. And I was oh, like, anyone nice. who knows anything about screenwriting would say this was a turd. And it, I was like, oh, shit. I mean, there's no job well, at working title then, I guess. So that well, looks like we've all had some pretty fun experiences. Uh-huh. Mm. All right, so now maybe we can somehow segue back into the, the rest of the show. <laughs> well, we, well, we didn't do the Mandela Effect. Or yes. Maybe, or maybe we did, and it's now become its own Mandela We could all effect. be in a parallel universe right now where that has already been done. Yeah. So we may be the only people who don't know about it. So was, that, was there something else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, well, uh, we, I, I went to see Joker last night, which is fantastic, by the oh, way. Oh, with a great Joaquin movie. Phoenix. Oh, fantastic film. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. But um, so I also saw Ad Astra the other week. And yeah. I was chatting with some people. We, we went to the pub and we did what we traditionally do, which is get very, very drunk and talk shit about films. And something I've been thinking about for a long time is the idea of, as we're moving into the future... I mean, we all work in the film industry to, in, in some capacity. You know. mm-hmm. How is the film industry going to change and how are stories going to change? Because I'm really interested in this. As I was pitching someone last night, the idea of doing a James Bond film set in the 22nd century. Yeah. What's that going to be? It's going to be James Bond in space. And they keep saying, well, we're never going to put James Bond back in space because Moonraker was shit. And I was like, well, yeah, one world, day he's going to yeah, have to go back will into space. The will be in space. Yeah. The will be in exactly. space. Exactly. So it's going to be like Coronation Street is one day going to be on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Oh or on Mars goodness. or something like that, you know. It's I find this really interesting. All these story ideas you're suddenly going to be able to come yeah, up with. Yeah, but the the audience won't see it as interesting. Will it? It'll just be normal. I, I, I mean, I, it'll just be coronation. Possibly, spirit. but there's going to be a point at which science fiction no longer is science fiction, where it will just be mm. science fact. You know, it will just be oh, everyday. Would, life. But that would indicate that we we've reached the end of science, which I don't see as we. Well, where are you going to go once you like once literally? I mean, home in a way is on Mars. Mm-hmm. Where where do you go next? You know. What's to the, the dimensions, sun. the multiverse. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> multiverse. Yeah. I think what it's what's going to happen is storytelling is just going to go to um, whatever we're seeing now, but with aliens. So, like you know, and you're going to have. Travel. Yeah, it's going to be kind of like um, District uh, Nine. So you know how they have the whole deal that they segregate the aliens. There's racism basically, but for aliens, that's mm. just we're going to see what we see now, but with aliens. So 
you know, instead of the Joker being Joaquin Phoenix's origin story because he got bullied and he decided to kill everyone, it's just going to be an alien that got bullied and decided to kill everyone. Mm. I think it's just going to be normal storytelling that we know of now with aliens. So it'll be like Emmerdale Farmstead will be on Mars and it'll be like tilling stuff and then yeah, there might be an alien invasion instead of a, instead of a plane crashing on the village it's going to be like the roswell incident yeah. or something like that <laughs> uh, you know have you seen um love death and robots on on netflix no i haven't actually well no. there's one of the episodes is really good i recommend it it's basically a bunch of farmers mm. on a space uh, on, a, on a planet in space like they're on some moon base and they've got like cut off sections that they're growing crops on and there's these like uh sort of kind of like hol- not holographic they're kind of like uh these big bubbles put around them mm. and there's just like thousands of these aliens trying to get through all the time oh, right. so they have these mech suits so a bunch of farmers from the mm. south of america going, oh, hang on a second i see an alien over there let me put my mech suit real on real quick like shoot them that's what they're doing right yeah. that wasn't the accent that i picked that by the way <laughs> that, was, um, that was too good actually it can't be I, i'm not that good at naturally segueing into things like that i mean i try but yeah, so it's it's a really good concept. So it's basically they have normal farming scenario, normal farm life, but they're in space. So mm. I, I think that's basically what it, what the mm-hmm. future of storytelling is going to be yeah. once we hit space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, Ad Astra is not bad. I, I enjoyed it. But there's it, the traveling around in space seems so normal in it. And I was thinking to myself, it's going to be like driving a car one day, isn't it? You're just going to pop in a rocket, yeah. go to the moon. Yeah, I mean, look how quickly stuff. we've adapted to like mobile phones and things. That was Star Trek yeah. technology. 15, 20 years ago. And now it's like, yeah, everyone's got a supercomputer in their pocket. Yeah. Connected to the other side of the world instantly. Yeah. It just becomes normal very quickly. So, I mean, again, I was fascinated by that idea. But also, you know, how long do you think, how long do you think films are going to last as a medium for entertainment? How long do you think people will be watching stuff? Because obviously, I mean, you have been very big on virtual reality, James. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been talking about it for a long time. Immersing yourself in kind of game scenarios and things like that. I think they're always going to be around. At least, if you if you say a film is a a, a predefined story, mm. if that's the way to describe a film, I think that's always going to exist because VR and games in, involves your uh, input into it, your mm. effort, and if you're not prepared to put in the effort, you're going to get a very boring story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and sometimes you do not, you don't want to put the effort in. You just want to sit back and let somebody else who's got the skill, that's taken the time and effort to craft a really good story and yeah. just present you to it with just the one angle, camera angle, you know. Yeah. It's pre-decided. So I think that will always exist. I also think that cinema as a communal thing will always exist just because it's a great place to take a date. Yeah. It's a very simple thing you do on the second or third date because, you know, you're together, but you don't have to talk that much and you can just enjoy this ex- shared experience together. Yeah. Yeah. And you can and get you a public hand job and no one can see you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that might just be specific to you, that one. Now. I mean, I'm not saying like I, you know, I, I don't go into a, a cinema and jack off. I'm just saying <laughs> you get someone to do that. That's what I'm saying is you get the back corner seats where no one can see you, where the cameras can't see you, and the ushers can't. And you, you just oh look, a sad moment. Oh my god, Jack's sinking after the Titanic. Oh god, I don't, <laughs> I don't think someone was like. Giving it one off the wrist after you know, watching him drown after the end of Titanic. Yeah, but do you know how fucking I mean, boring who fuck gets that, off on that. Hey, listen, That's whatever, whatever floats your boat, get it because the Titanic sank and didn't float. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <That's, laughs> that is a very specific fetish. That one, I'd say, but yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, people got weird shit going on. It's not my fetish. I'm, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, someone out there, I'm pretty sure, Jack jacks it to Jack mm. drowning in the Titanic. But getting back to it, I agree to what you were saying, James. Yeah. But, but also, I mean, I'm a, I'm a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're on the set of a film that everyone thinks they can do your job better than you can. Mm-hmm. That's one of those jobs that everyone thinks they can write. Yeah. Most people can't. When yeah. they start doing it, it's fucking awful. And it's very easy to pull yeah. this stuff apart. And only very specific sort of stuff really works. To some, you have to learn the rules. Something you told me, which I, which I totally agree with, is that ideas are easy, but the story writing is mm. really difficult. Everybody's got, oh, I've got a script idea. Yeah, I've got hundreds of them. But I think this is part of the problem with the culture of cinema today. I mean, um, a lot of films, uh, again, I went, like I said, I saw Joker, and there were a lot of people having an argument saying they didn't like it and stuff. A lot of people go into a cinema with an idea already in their head of what they want to see on the screen. They're not interested in watching someone else's film. They're thinking about their own film. Mm. And when that doesn't match up to what's in their head, Mm. they get angry with it and say, oh, shit, it's garbage. They don't see it on its own terms. They Mm. don't watch the story and understand that someone's crafted that story. Mm -hmm. 
to do certain things, you know, and they just slag it off. There's a lot of films I love that have got such poor reviews from people, basically, if you read them, because it's not the film they wanted to see. Yeah. It's, the, it's not the film that's in their head. Well, fuck you. Make that film. Mm-hmm. Go out and make that film. That's fine. But don't slag our stuff off in the meantime for just because you don't like it because it's not what you wanted us to do, you know. Yeah. It's not a filmmaker's job. Like like David Lynch. Mm-hmm. It's not his job to make a film for me. It's his job to make a film for him. Exactly. And I think the best films that we all enjoy are films that are made for the filmmakers and they've just... They don't think about the audience to that extent <clears> that, <throat> that, that, that studios can. It's like just... Let's make sure we get maximum points here and maximum laughs here and nobody's yeah. going to be confused by it. We're going to ADR all the missing information, not give the audience nothing to do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that... Like you go into meetings with ex- you know, studio executives and you've got like beat sheet things on the mm. wall where they're like, we want a laugh here and an action scene, then mm. there an action there, laugh. And it's all graphed out and you're like... Yeah. Oh, yeah I'd rather work with David Lynch, you know. <laughs> but there you go. Really? So I brought something, you see. Yeah, I had a section, and I will find my notes, and I will do that other thing eventually. But yes. Yeah. So Antonio, I believe uh, you have a section. I do indeed. This is called <laughs> Vanya's Chat Room Adventures. Now there's oh. a guy out there on the internet called Vanya, and I found his Twitter because he commented about our podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And this guy's been doing some pretty interesting stuff. What? Hold on. Been... This guy commented on this podcast. Yeah, on Twitter. On Twitter. He tweeted. Our I'm tweet. not on Twitter, so I don't know. Oh, our Twitter account at faking a podcast was mentioned by Vanya uh, as being uh, really good. He really oh, wow. likes it, and he was, you know, saying that we should be getting sponsorships from. I think a Leon. I think they're a restaurant chain or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he tweeted yeah. them for some reason. I don't know. I haven't really looked into why he likes them so much yet, but. He's been posting some stuff. He has um, online chat room experiences. And they're not like your regular chat rooms. These are with clothing brands or other shops. I mean, like the helpline chat yeah. thing. So you know how you can oh, chat to right, customer yeah. support? Oh, I thought you were going to say it was something much kinkier than that. <laughs> no, not yet. Anyway, I don't know what this guy... Not, might... that, not that I would know anything about <laughs> not, those sort of things. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> uh, so Vanya has been posting some stuff, and then what I do is I took what he's been doing with his, um, you know, customer support people, and I've turned it into a little bit of a script format, and I want uh, us to read it out. Oh, right. So, Jason, you're going to be doing the customer support person... <laughs> And I'm going to be doing Vanya. What I my my interpretation of what I think Vanya's voice would sound like, based. On, I think he's. So maybe, is this another accent apart he, from the this other? This is another. Yeah, this is accent full. Jesus Christ! Yeah. This is like the Mike Yarwood show in the 1970s. <laughs> so or I something. believe Vanya. I'm thinking he's like a mix between Russian and Swedish, from what I can guess. Okay. I don't know. So right, okay. here's a script. Do right. I get a part in this little play? Uh, well, it's a two-man thing. So oh, if okay. you want to read some parts, you can. Or if you want, I don't know. Whoever, whichever one of you wants to read. No, Jason. Find your script. So, Jason, oh. you will be playing the role of Marwa, which may not be a real name. Marwa. Marwa, who is the customer support person that Vanya had a chat with. And I will be reading Vanya. So, I'm going to read us in first and we'll start. <clears throat> okay, you ready? This is titled Vanya Wants Printing. This is when he con- contacted. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say the company name so, yet, just so, in case. Can I just start? Is this real? Yes. This 100%. is an actual real, this and a real is, company. This is a real person who right, contacted okay. a real company. So I'm not going to name the company, wow. but they print stuff. They do business cards, posters, all that kind of thing. I know the company. I saw the name. I know the yeah. company, yeah. So, uh, interior, Vanya, <laughs> Vanya's <laughs> sexy dancing school, midnight. We see Vanya sitting alone in the dark, in a dark, empty dance studio with his laptop in front of him. He's looking for places to get some printing done to advertise his dance studio. As he looks on the web, he leans over to take a bite out of some out of a salad bowl next to him. There's some context here that I'll explain later. <laughs> when he notices a website, <coughs> Vanya connects to the website and the customer support person, Marwa, answers. Thank you for contacting Histoprint. I'll be more than happy to assist you today. Hello, guys. I am wanting to make printing of big poster. Hi, Vanya. Yes. I wanting to make poster to put for my dance class called Sexy Salsa and Salads Club with Vanya. Are you can make for me? We do have a design team who can assist you with your design. And then Marwa sends a link to the design team. And then Vanya continues. Can you put in my picture and on the picture the words for the to telling people where my dancing studio is? 
Check this link and submit your design brief. You write down your information and the way you like the design, the colours, etc. You attach your logos in the design brief. Make sure to write down the size of the poster, paper stock, etc. Maybe you can make the words purple and my face green. When you can make this for me? Could you please follow this link? Sends link again. Choose poster in the product section and submit your design brief. You will pay for that design order. Actually can make 3D? Like on picture when you're moving and the picture are changing, I can be dan dancing in it. Or can we maybe, can we make maybe the many salads falling on me? We do not do this, please. It will be standard printing. I am the many confused. Are you making me 3D with standard definition? Marwa then sends links to posters. Follow this link and check the posters. Actually, I am the think. Maybe we can make me looking like I am doing the Michael Jordans and on there are saying my website. Can you making the website when they click the picture it open? www.vanyasexysalsasaladsclub.ru So that's why I think he's Russian. Uh, and then have me on the floor saying welcome, yes? I'm afraid we do not do this. <laughs> why? You are design? Question mark. <laughs> if you wish, you can place a design order and see what the design team could do for you. Can you making a t-shirt that are make light in the dark to making for Halloween party? Unfortunately, we do not do this. We do print standard t-shirts. Men! Exclamation point. <laughs> you are not doing anything I asking. Why are there not my requests? Standard fabric is used for t-shirts. Can you sending me the first design for the poster I asking, please? Yes, sure. Sends link to the main webpage again. Then <laughs> a minute of time passes. Are we connected? I, I am making urine. Have a great day. <laughs> that's when Marwa disconnected from Vanya. So I, I have a feeling. So Vanya, I believe, loves salads, which is why he mentions it so much. And that's why I think that because of the Russian, the, the RU bit, he may be Russian, but I gave him a little bit of a Swedish twang on there. We should definitely uh, check in with him and see have, what else Yeah, we should get him to like, you know, send in some reviews and stuff. He's got a lot of these, so we, we can do this frequently. Uh, he messages a lot of chat groups i mean <laughs> ikea customers for everything i think vanya's a confused soul he just wants help and no one's giving him help so uh shout out to vanya for mentioning us on twitter yeah, I thank guess. you vanya um, yes thank you very much and yes please uh, stay in touch with us so i wanted to do another one of my difficult dilemmas Ooh. um and this time around oh, this one's called can I first of all ask, hmm? are aliens involved? And there's no aliens involved in right, this one. Right, excellent. No. Thank God for that. This one's called the Tesla trolley problem. Oh, God. And mm -hmm. Are you too familiar with the trolley problem, the, the, the philosophical, ethical discussion? I think you should probably problem. reiterate it. Is that where one case. of the trolley wheels is a bit fucked and you've got to like, <laughs> look for a good one? No. Ah. So, That's, let me see if I can do the trolley problem. Is that problem. an actual thing? <laughs> yeah, every supermarket trolley, one wheel is completely fucked and you've got like... I always one. thought they did that deliberately. I think, Jason, I think you've probably heard of it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, Antonio. Yeah. The, the, the dilemma is that the original dilemma is this. Okay. So you can see there's a, a, there's a, tr a trolley on a, a track heading towards a person on a, on a railway line. Okay. Um, no, that's not it. <laughs> is that the, were you going to give us the dilemma okay. of there's five right. on one lane yeah. and one on that's, the other and we've got to choose which that's one? That's it. That's the trolley problem. Okay. So you know that problem. Yeah? I do know the problem. Yeah. And it's... It's obvious what to, what you would do in that situation. If you if you could choose to divert a trolley to one person instead of hitting five, you'd divert it to hit one person. Yeah. Yeah. Now we've got to think about today's upcoming remote um, driverless self, cars, self-driving cars. Yeah. Mm. yeah, they've got to do the trolley problem all yeah. the time. So there will become scenarios where they have to make very difficult decisions. Yeah. So imagine this scenario. There's two Teslas right. driving along a mountain, a winding mountain road. On one side, there's a huge drop off, a big cliff, right? Certain yeah. death. And they're driving towards each other. And for whatever reason, I don't know, rock slide or something, they're going to hit head on these two cars at speed. The, both computers can see that they're going to, if they head head on, they're both going to die. Right? 
if one car decides I'm going to dive over the cliff, the other car survives. So you're the guy who's programming that computer. How do you how do you get this? How do you resolve this situation? These computers have to decide between them what they're going to do. Because presumably the cars are all connected, so they can tell each other, we're going to crash. One of us, either we're both, but definitely, if we keep on going forward towards each other, we're definitely both going to kill all our passengers. So they're going towards each other, mm. and they can't just stop. No. Well, that seems like shit design, first of all. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I think redesigned <laughs> the brakes straight <laughs> yeah. away. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd first scrap the whole idea and be like, we need to work on brake systems before we let them drive on fucking mountain roads. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but in, let's say it's uh, you, okay. Let's say it's one of those. It's around the bend, and they don't have time to stop. Yeah, one of those scenarios. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. Well, you've got to. I mean, you've got to do the math on it, haven't you? You've got to. You d- you design it so that if one car's got five people in and one car's got one person in, then the right. one the one person is going to be sacrificed to save the five. Okay. But if it's one person in each car, then you're going to have to do something like well, one person's a doctor. Okay. And one person's a prison officer. Uh, right. and the doctor so is considered so, to be more important in society than so that person, the, the, so. the car has to make some very serious moral yes. decisions here and then I think that's going to introduce problems because then people will start hacking their own, own yeah, car absolutely or you're going to have a big red software. button on it with me so you hit the big red button and yeah. you're just going to be yeah. save me no matter what you know yeah. if both people are doing it they'll probably both cars drive off the cliff or something <laughs> it's a bit like when they did it you know the end of Dark Knight with the two boats yes you know the boats have to cooperate they have to both decide not to blow themselves up or they, yeah or, you know yeah it's that, yeah it's, I mean again mm, this is all good. like a decision has to be made but this is all the, going to be software isn't it someone's yeah. going to have to program this which exactly. means you're going to have to have a committee of people sitting around deciding ethically What's yeah. more important than I don't? I think that they won't. They won't introduce that level of uh, determination into the system. I think you start factoring, you know, who the people are, what they can do. Uh, I think it's just going to be a coin flip. I think in a situation where the cars realise that one of them has to sacrifice its, its occupants to save the other, mm. yeah, it's going to be a coin flip, and mm. there can be no comeback on it. You know, it's just like purely random. Well, maybe which you need one. to do every time you start the engine, you do a psychological evaluation test as well. And if you're feeling slightly <laughs> suicidal, that car will take <laughs> a that Rorschach into effect. test just before the engine yeah. kicks in. The car will take mm. that into effect, you know, account and say, "Oh, actually, you want to kill yourself anyway, so here's the perfect chance Boom, off the side of the cliff." Uh-huh. I think there's a very interesting scenario, James. <clears throat> okay, so I think what we need to think about here right now, guys, is by the way, this is the accent corner that I'm trying to guess it. Keep going. So there's a too much worry about the car coming off of the edge. Why don't we make it so the car can jump? Fuck, I wrote these out. Are you from Thailand? Uh, that's right. I'm from Thailand. That's oh, what I oh, think oh, Thai right. people sound like. I say, uh, my friend mother, she's from Thailand. She kind of sound like this. <laughs> this may be offensive that's to some true. people. That's pretty good. Bad, so actually. anyway, I think what we should do is we should make the car fly. Sometimes it sounds like you're coming a little bit from Nigeria. <laughs> I need a bank account details. No, 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 I think we should make the car just jump up in the air mm. and fly if they're going to crash. This is a good solution, yeah. It's a third yeah, dimension. Make the third car dimension. fly. Why don't you, you know, fit it with an ejector seat? Yeah, ah, even better. Like in the James Bond. Yeah. You know, you could have a little seat and get I've got up one in these the really air. cool things. I don't know if you heard them. They're like these personal um, parachute things. They're like ultra flat. You've the, got a parachute. You, you, no, no. Have a, you do the jumping and the no, fly no, down. After 9 11, this is going to sound really offensive, but there was a company, <laughs> the idea about jumping off the top of the towers. They oh, thought a yeah, company like, came up with the idea of like having ultra flat parachutes that have they, they're not a fifth they have a, like a 50 percent failure rate but it would give you better odds. i don't like i don't think that's a statistic that i can trust you know like it's a 50 percent failure no. you know but it's better odds than jumping off a building without one right. so it's like if you, you take the risk of doing it so someone gave me one of these and no. i've still got it somewhere and it's ultra flat can we can we it's test amazing. this is a great we scam because because you've got this, this parachute which you've got a 50 percent failure rate no, well, that was one's, no the, one's ever going to test it yeah but that was in the testing <laughs> you process you just keep selling these things and they just don't work at I think all it, I think it was some kind of prototype or something is it the but... one where you sit with your back to the window and it's like a big inflatable thing that come out there what D- listen motherfucker don't laugh at me okay this is uh, the, this is the very ac- accurate accent sorry what, what did you know sorry <laughs> uh, d- d- it went into slightly d- d- do you know what? you want me to give name to the character I need to think of one that's not offensive uh, Dimlo is my name, Dimlo. <clears throat> so the I've seen the one, uh, Jason, is this the one? And you look me in the eye, okay? And t- don't laugh at me. 
Is this the one where it's you sit with your back out of the window and it's like a big inflatable bouncy house and you jump out and you're like No, Wee! no, no. It's just it's a kind of it's a kind of parachute. Kind of parachute. <laughs> well, it's, it's, like, it's basically it's not... a big umbrella. You put it on your back and you jump. That's it's why like, the fifty percent of it's like a sort of cut down version of one. Yeah, it would cut, it cut, would, roll, cut, it. It would <laughs> retard your cut, sort of like. It would retard my friend. You cannot call me that word. Okay, I'm just trying to do the. You call me now the retard, and now you give me umbrella to jump out the window. <laughs> you want to kill? Me. <laughs> How, how long, by the way, do I have to do the accent for? Can yeah, I stop I, at any point? That might be yeah. long enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just, I just, I don't. I think I'm going into a very offensive version of Chinese. I don't want mm. to keep doing that. Mm. But okay, so that's I the accent. That. I think you solved that dilemma. But the yeah. flying cars. Yeah, yeah, flying cars on ejector seats. Two very good suggestions, and we didn't even need both. No, yeah, well, I mean, unfortunately for for the listeners there who think Bo's a good segment, which, I mean, I mean, he's okay, he's not the best, but... I would love a car with uh, ejector seat. That would be fantastic. Well, uh, we, You'd just be ejecting from it all the time, though. That's the thing. You just drive along, boom, done. Oh. Imagine parking amazing. into a tight spot that you can't get out of the doors. Oh, eject out and just, like, fly out of the car. The thing is, I was, re- I, I was having this, again, drunken discussion, this was a while back, but... Having this idea about flying cars, we were talking about flying cars. And mm. I was like, I don't fucking trust car drivers on the street. Mm. You want to put these bastards in the air? No chance. It's going to be someone... nine, eleven times a thousand. I know, like schools and everything. you'd have to like you're going to have to have areas where you can't fly over because otherwise every week. Well, it's they could be they could do disaster. it like um, what what I was discussing actually. So uh, my uncle works for a big tech company, so they do a lot of things with like NASA and all of that, like I mentioned before. And uh, we were discussing the idea of you know the future of flying cars and Dubai going to be this year testing flying taxis that can go at like a hundred kilometers an hour, take you to the airport. Oh, fuck me! But because they're in a desert, so there's nothing to hit there. They just yeah. fly straight across the desert. I wouldn't trust anyone so, who drives in Dubai. Well, flying the thing is, anything, the thing is, anywhere. it's going to be driverless. It's all controlled from a central station, like drone pilots in, in oh, the middle. Yeah, yeah. So what what's happening is that we were discussing. We were thinking. So airports have geographical locks on them. So certain drone companies like DJI, you know, they have this uh, GPS lock on their drone. So if you get anywhere near a certain perimeter around an airport, it stops. The drone mm. just cannot fly anymore. Right, yeah, yeah. So we were thinking we could. There's there could be like an intricate system of like basically like road lanes, but with these sort of gps locks so your flying car can never steer out the way or yeah. go, you could just go along this one lane and with all of them being stuck within these sort of uh geographical and gps locked lanes mm. they can't divert anywhere mm. they just go where they need to go at a certain speed because they're all locked into that position yeah. so, so it'll like be like a very yeah. yeah it'll be like a very coordinated sort of uh junction or a lane system sort so of. you can have traffic jams in the air rather than on the ground well that's the thing is the idea hopefully will be that I mean, obviously, there's these things where in the future you have to know where you're going to land them, mm. where you're going to store them, all of that. But hopefully, there's going to be they want to do that thing like in Japan, they've got that parking system where your car gets like just dropped yeah, on an elevator. Yeah. They're going to just do that, I think. So you just quickly fly in, land, get out, and you know, the car goes on, uh, your, your flying car just goes on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, and you get back out. So I, th- I think that could be the solution, essentially, mm. to safer. F- you know, if flying cars happen, to keep it safer, just have like GPS locks on them. Yeah. Because mm. I mean, otherwise, like you said, it, people are just going to be crashing. Yeah. I mean, people can't. It does make drive, you wonder so. though if people will own their own flying car, or if you'll just have like a fleet of I them. I don't think people are going to own cars, and, and it's, unless it's a classic car or a racing car, so yeah. something for fun. Yeah. For your day to day, it's just going to be Uber, auto Uber. Yeah. Yeah, no. exactly. Or it would be just like public transport, but yeah. it's more individualized. Mm. So it's like little pods or capsules that you get shot out like through and just go through the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you think of something like the Fifth Element, you know, when they're like going through all the streets and all yeah. the different... Mm. Oh, it's like, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't trust those people on the fucking ground, let yeah. alone in the air. No way. Uh, this kind of makes me want to bring something up, but I will do it once it's not uh, going to be like once this is sort of got to the end. So let me know when we, when I can bring something up that we actually need to, we need to actually get a move. On we need to get a move on. Okay, well I'm going to quickly bring something up then that is a, a throwback to our pilot episode. It's a discussion that you and I had, James. Mm. I remember how in the pilot all those months ago mm. we discussed space and whose jurisdiction is it if you rape oh, someone God. in space? Right? Uh, did we say that? Yes, we did. Yes. Now, space, space, and airspace. And oh, yeah, we were no, talking no, no, about no, airspace talking, and yeah, space. No, but you're talking about jurisdiction. Yeah, and we were talking about if you molest someone in space, mm. is it illegal? Because you know whose jurisdiction is it? Okay. So recently, there's been a, a 
the first crime committed in space. Oh, wow. A really? NASA astronaut on the International Space Station, uh, the, a British woman who's a former um, uh, Air Force pilot. She's got loads of like war tours under her belt. She's been with NASA for years. She's a very, very intelligent woman, very like achieved woman. And she, her partner in America, they divorced. Um, her wife, her and her wife divorced after like having troubled times or whatever. And while she was on the International Space Station, logged into her partner's bank account to check the what's been no. going on. Mm. She 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 logged in to check details and everything mm. like that. Her former partner found out on Earth that her account has been logged into through a NASA account, mm. and you know details have been checked and all of that. And so she got in contact with NASA, uh, pressing like charges now, lawsuits for identity theft and everything like that. So now mm. it's an actual like uh, crime. It's a cyber crime that's been committed in space. And did Trump send the space force? The space to- force has <laughs> not yet been assembled. I have applied for them, and I'm mm. waiting for to hear. Isn't back. Steve Carell in the space force? In well? the show, he is. Yes, mm. oh, right. I, and I can't wait to oh, see. Oh shit! That. I saw that. On, I thought he'd actually signed up for it. I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> No, they're oh, doing like it's like the change. it's like the office, but in space. See, yeah, the, what we were talking yeah. about earlier, everything just goes to space. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the first. So now uh, it looks like America is dealing with this woman legally, and mm. she might be going to jail. So mm. it seems that space is America. Now the space station. Is no, America. but it's a cyber crime. So does does a cyber crime? Does it matter where you commit the crime from? I think it should matter. There's an agreement between countries in there about extradition and stuff yeah. for that kind of crime. So yeah, but no. but space crime. So you know, well, she, but nobody owns space. Isn't that isn't that also an agreement between all the countries? Case. I think God owns space. <laughs> we'll and once we, when he, when he gets when he gets his lazy ass on this show, we're going to ask him. Damn do you right. own space? Mm-hmm. I saw a really interesting thing someone said the other day about um, what was it? Some Republicans in the states had accused Democrats of like they care more about the environment than they do God. And I was like, yeah, because well, we can prove yeah, the environment exists. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's. I just wanted to bring that up. So, you know, we had that discussion, and then after we had that that's discussion, someone yeah. committed a crime in space. So, thank you to NASA for supplying us with material to talk about. Very interesting, fascinating um, information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, you sent me a file earlier. I did send you a file cool. as I got here, which I'm hoping works. Now, I, we we didn't really test it, but okay. uh, yeah. So what we what we have here, Jason, yeah, uh, and James, is a user submitted recording wow so last episode we sort of spoke about getting uh i think was it in the pilot or was it in the first episode we spoke about getting a zoom inside a prison and having someone <laughs> oh yeah having someone record yeah so um, did you actually buy a zoom i i I've, I've done some stuff jason i've done some i've done some, I've done some hookups uh, and what's uh, what's happened is we've got a uh i think it's a submission from a guy called d dum Marius, I think, something like that. It's D. Marius from Florida. And he sent us something uh, in in relation to our uh, sort of suggestion there. So oh, wow. oh, have we got that? Have we got that queued yeah. up? Uh, yeah. Why don't we why don't we have a listen? Okay. Hey, what's up, everybody over at Freaking a Podcast? It's your boy, Demarius Lingerie the 5th, dialing in from Florida State Penitentiary. I just want to say, man, I appreciate what all of y'all are doing out there. I think you're some funny dudes, man. I listened to both of y'all episodes. And I think it's great stuff. And your idea that you had about getting some correspondence from somebody on the inside of the prison system was a great idea. So I thought I'd, you know, take part in that. And I did a little bit of a hookup, got myself a Microsoft Zune. It's, I believe, the latest MP3 player. It's got like three buttons on it and stuff, real high tech. So I'm going to use this to record my day-to-day, you know, give y'all a little intake on what it's like to be the top dog up in the prison system. And I mean, y'all going to hear some rough stuff, you know, some bitches on my side, you know, I got prison bitches running drugs for me, you know, cleaning up my shit, you know, my cell getting taken care of, everybody, even the guards motherfucking fear me, you know what I'm saying? So you might hear some rough stuff every now and again, because sometimes I might have to run up on a fool to beat up on his ass just to make him know who he talking to. Shit. Oh, fuck, the guards are coming. God, I gotta hide the fucking Zoom, goddammit. Oh, shit. Oh. Hey, what's going on in here, Demarius, huh? What's going on here? Who are you talking to up in here? I don't see nobody else in here. Why the fuck are you talking, huh? Hey, hey, the the hey shut the fuck, hey, sit the fuck hey, down, hey, Demarius. Please, don't sit the fuck down. Don't be talking to me. Don't stand up up in here like a big... Sit the fuck down. You know who you are. 
Fast what you got in here? Who the fuck is... Hey, yo, Jimmy, check the contraband. Jimmy, check the fucking man. Check the contraband. Stop storming, Demarius. You're making it fucking difficult for yourself, all right? Shut the fuck up and sit down, Demarius. All right, let me tell you what you got in here. Let me tell you something. You know what you know? You know the rules about bringing stuff into my fucking prison yard, Demarius. Don't ever fucking act like you don't know that. All right? Hey, shut the... Hey, stop crying. Stop fucking crying, Demarius. You sound fucking pathetic, all right? You're a goddamn man. Get your shit together. Now hurry the fuck up, my kid's math homework has to be doing tomorrow. Alright man, okay, okay, I, I promise I'll do your kid's homework, man. I, I, I swear I'll do your kid's homework, man. I'm sorry, Derek. I'm sorry, please. Please stop it, man. I'm sorry, God. Oh, God, Derek. Hey, what's up, everybody, man? Sorry, guys, I had to cut out a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I had to have a conversation with two of the guards out here, you know, they kind of like my guard bitches out here, you know, I got them, I got them doing stuff for me, I had to, you know, set them straight, because, you know, they were trying to act a little bit funny with me, but anyway, man, look, I'm going to get y'all some real good recordings, you know, just showing you how it is, on the, how it is to be the boss, you know, so don't worry about that, I'm going to give you the hookup, and, you know, but I got, I, I got to go right now, man, I got to go take care of some business, you know? Oh my god! That's, wow, that was, <laughs> that was amazing. That was intense. I hope <coughs> from the noises that were going on there, it's obviously they were literally kicking his ass. <laughs> yeah, that sounds rough. I hope Demaris is okay, and we hear back from him. Yeah, um, Demaris, thank you very much. Yeah, for thanks for that submitting in. that. That's wow. That was intense. I mean, we're we're gonna have inside looks now wow. into prisons. You know, into the prison system. So Florida, Florida. What did they say? Florida State Penitentiary. Yeah. yeah wow. That's. So that's a that's just a great example, Demarius has set there for a, a listener submission. You know, listeners, please get involved yeah. with the show. We want to know who you think we should have on as our mega guest. Give us suggestions. Um, send us reviews. Send us emails. And uh, send us whatever you want. Yeah. I that's mean, a, you know, the, how, how how can people? Why don't we tell them how they can get in touch well, with us? Well, are we we're we wrapping up now? I think yeah. we have to be wrapping up. Yeah, soon. we have to wrap up soon. Yeah. So let's let let's people know how. To get in touch with us, obviously Twitter we mentioned, so you can search at Faking a Podcast and you can find us on there. You can go to uh, fakingapodcast.com, there's a website, we've got a blog there, we've got all links to all the various streaming methods. And check out iTunes, obviously, yeah. And yeah. subscribe. Give, and, give uh, us a review on give iTunes. Give us a review, yes. Yeah, yeah. iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, Spotify, hopefully soon, we, we get, we're everywhere, so main one being iTunes. Yeah. So. Well, I hope you enjoyed our episode two, and we will see you on episode three. Yeah, and stay frosty. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Keep fapping. Bye. We actually started already. Is this it? Is this the thing? With our low battery warning. Uh oh. I didn't turn it on. One listener out there. It's kind of weird. Take the tinfoil hats off. Absolute nonsense. My theory is that most people are idiots. This seems like it will go into chaos quite quickly. What's the point of doing it? No one's going to listen to this anyway. Embarrassing. Unprofessional. The next one will be better. Strap them to a chair and make them listen. Faking our way through a podcast. Oh, that should be the name. Faking a podcast.